0: mm <laughs> Praise the Lord, this is Brother Julius We are going through the Acts of the Apostles, and I'm now in chapter 20. Praise the Lord, this is Brother Julius. we are now in chapter 19 of the God of the Acts of the Apostles. In the last chapter, chapter 18, Apostle Paul went to Jerusalem and then he was now going to back in his third missionary journey and that was chapter 18 where the first mention of Apollos was mentioned in the last verses of chapter 18 that he came to Ephesus and then while he was in Ephesus being a, a somebody that was uh, vast in the scriptures he only knew about John the Baptist but Aquila and Priscilla whom have met Paul many years before and Paul has converted or, com- or brought them to Christ. They now heard about, they heard Apollos talking in the synagogue. And they brought him to themselves and expanded the word of God more perfectly to him. And he believed because he knew about John the Baptist preaching. And that was how Apollos became a, believer, a disciple of Christ also. Chapter 19 is where we are going to right now. Where Paul's work continues in uh, Ephesus. Chapter chapter 19, verse 1. And it came to pass that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus, finding certain disciples. He said unto them, Have ye received the Holy Ghost since ye believed? Now, you can see that uh, Ephesus must be a big town because uh, uh, Apollos left uh, uh, Aquila and Priscilla. He left them in uh, Ephesus and Apollos came to Ephesus and Aquila Pila got hold of him and exhorted, and exhorted him to know more about the gospel. And so Apollos was about to go from Ephesus to Corinth. That was where he was when Paul now came all around again to Ephesus. But when he came to Ephesus, he came through the northern coast. He came through the northern coast. Because that must be a big time that he was on this side where he would have a group of believers like uh, Aquila. But now he came to the northern coast. And he said he found some certain disciples. These people have already been fellowshipping separate from the Jews. And he wondered that uh, somebody has converted them because he knew that was not the church he, he was with in Ephesus. It was calling that Apostle Paul waited for almost one and a half years. when well, he told him that, don't be afraid, speak. I have a lot of people in this place. But now in Ephesus he heard that uh, he saw his disciples about several of them. And he asked them, have you received the Holy Ghost since ye believed? And they said unto him, we have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. And he said unto them, unto what then were ye baptized? Which means these people are only believers of some, some faith in Christ, in God, but not in Christ. And they were fellowship together. And they said unto John Baptist, which means there were disciples of John. So Apostle John, you say, ah, John never came to Ephesus. You know, he was in Jerusalem. And some of these Jews have gone to Jerusalem and heard about what John was saying and they are believing and they are now fellowshiping as a group in Ephesus of John's baptism on the northern part. Whereas Apostle Paul has come through the southern part and, and have some other groups over there. So, when he came through the northern part and saw these disciples, say, Well, have you received the Holy Ghost? He said, We don't know about the Holy Ghost. We baptised baptize you. How did you get baptized? They say, well, we are about John the Baptist. Oh, okay. So he was going to tell them more about John right now. Verse 10, verse 4. Then he said, John very really baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him, we should come after him. That is on Christ Jesus. So now Apostle Paul told them about Christ Jesus, that that was what John actually was pointing out to people. So when they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. See, that's when the Apostle Paul said, or the word of God said, John came to prepare the way for the Lord Jesus Christ. Prepare them. So when they heard about Jesus, that that's the one Paul, John talked to, talked to people about, just like they just believe because their heart has been prepared already. So you can say, Apostle, we well, can say John the Baptist had disciples of his own that were really prepared, like God has sent him to prepare them. Verse 6. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them, and they spake with tongues and prophesied. What a gift! What a gift is like a a new experience, and they enjoyed it and they loved the Lord. Verse seven. And all the men were about twelve, so it's a small group—about twelve men, maybe with their wives, with their married and children. So like twelve families. Verse eight. And he went into the synagogue and spake boldly for the speak of three months, disputing and persuading the things concerning the kingdom of God. So Apostle Paul still continued to go to the synagogue, wherever the synagogue of the Jews were. But now he said, But when divers were ardent and believed not, but spake evil of that way, before the multitude he departed from them, and separated the disciples, disputing daily in the school of one Tyrannus." So now you can see, even though Apostle Paul first said, I, I'm going to the Gentiles from now and forth so when, when he was in the Thessalonica or something, where they were persecuting it. He said, From now on, I go to the Gentiles. But when he got to another city and the synagogue, then he went to them also, That's what you see in the chapter 19. Then he saw these disciples, his first, maybe maybe he was one that took this Let's go to a synagogue and Talk to more to the people. And when he saw that these people in the synagogue were antagonistic, he separated the disciples, that is these 12 that he has just met, that he has, they have been baptized in the Holy Ghost. He so said, you don't need to go to the synagogue anymore, just separate yourself from them. That's why he separated the disciples. I mean, he told them not to go to the synagogue anymore, just have your fellowship, separate from the synagogue. Which means those disciples mostly are Jews. Also. Because for them to know about John the Baptist, they might have gone to Jerusalem around the time of John the Baptist and land. And been baptized of John, and then we came back to their place and they now fellowshiping, even though they were part of the Jewish community. So Apostle just said, Separate yourself from the Jews that don't believe that I was speaking evil of the of the of the of the Christ. Basten. So and then he continued to talk in this, let's say there's a man that has a school. School of one tyrannos. So that man perhaps has a school, maybe it's a school for adults or school for education students. You know. This is a school, anyway, according to this letter, this book. And he said he was disputing daily in the cynic school of one to Pastor said, and this continued by the space of two years. So he was, was staying in Ephesus for almost two, for about two years, he said. So that all the which dwelt in Asia, now you see Ephesus was Asia. Ephesus was in Asia. Asia is just a, a, a region of the world. And Ephesus is one of the cities in that Asia. And Apostle Paul, remember when we got to chapter is chapter 16 or something that said the, uh, the Spirit forbade him to go preach in Asia. But now he came through around the clock and went back to Asia. And that was where I was pointing out when we started this chapter 16 that when go, sometimes the Lord will give us a warning. Sometimes we don't take, we don't really understand it, maybe we, we fall into the same ditch. Apostle Paul now is in Asia, even though he said the, the Spirit forbade him. Because that was the word that was used in chapter 16, verse 6. That when they wanted to go, they, they were forbidden of the Holy Ghost to preach the word in Asia. And I mentioned that in that part, that the Holy Ghost forbade them not to preach in Asia, not that the word of God should be preach in Asia, not by Paul, because he already saw that Paul was going to fall into serious persecution and that we end up his ministry by the people from Asia by the Jews in Asia. That's why the Holy Ghost was, was forbidden not to go to Asia. Other people would have gone there later. If go the Holy Ghost would have left some other people there later, maybe after this, Raborazas we'll would have been dead and gone. But in Brazil, and the fact that the whole place was still small, he was able to go around and came back to Asia also, and now he's in Ephesus. And he stayed there for two years, according to this one. For two years, all they which dwelt in Asia heard the word of the Lord Jesus Christ, both Jews and Greeks. And he was having good success. He had good success, good miracles, and so on. But the persecution also rose up that uh, Holy Ghost was already warning him about Verse 11. And God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul. So that from his body were brought unto the sick, and cashes or aprons, and the diseases departed from them, and the evil spirits went out of them. Verse 13. Then certain of the vagabond Jews exorcists. Who took upon, them, took upon them to call over them which had evil spirits in the name of the Lord Jesus, saying, We adjure you by Jesus whom Paul preached. So these are these people that want to imitate what Apostle Paul was doing, because they saw that Apostle Paul was doing signs and wonders through the name of Jesus. His clothes, aprons were going to people that were needing healing, and anointed aprons, aprons that Apostle Paul laid upon were delivering souls. So the place was full of miracles. So this people thought maybe it's just a magic name, you know, Jesus. Maybe it's just a magic name they could also use. So they went and tried to cast out devils from a person that was demon possessed, And this is what happened to them. So they went to this evil spirit and said, We adore you by Jesus whom Paul preached. Verse 14. And there were seven sons of one Skiver a Jew, the, and chief of the priest which did so. So seven sons of, of, of Skiver. We are doing this thing, trying to cast devils out of a, a man, using trying to use the name of Jesus, whom they don't believe in. But so Paul was using this name, so let's say maybe it will work for us too. But 15 says, And the evil spirits answered and said, Jesus, I know, and Paul I know. Said, who are ye? That we don't found them. I mean, they thought this is just a magic name. Anybody can just use it? No. You, and this spirit said, We know Jesus. It's not just a magnet, it's a person. We all know Paul that was preaching about, that is casting these devils as a person. And we know how they are related and the people that follow them, we also know them. But who are you guys? You don't follow them. So that's exactly what, uh, <laughs> what this devil was challenging these uh, sons of Sceva with. They don't know what to say. But 16 says, And the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them and overcame them and prevailed against them so that they fled out of that house naked and wounded. And this was known to all the Jews and Greeks. Also, dwelling at Ephesus. And fear fell on them all. And the name of the Lord Jesus was magnified. God allowed that to happen. Sometimes the Lord can glorify his name when believers just, you may say, I don't have the anointing. You have the anointing of the name of Jesus an anointing. If you are a believer in Christ, you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, you will honor his name. By just commanding in the, name, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Lord say we all honor his name. This sign shall follow them that believe. It's what the Bible said in Mark chapter 16. Verse 16, 17, and 18. In my name, in the name of Jesus, we, the believers, shall cast out devils. So any believer, anyone that believes in the Lord Jesus Christ, you have to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he is the Lord of all, he is your Lord. And he is the Son of the living, and he died and rose again, and he died for us. You have to believe that. He died for our sins. He rose again to justify us, and he's gone to heaven, and he's coming back again. If you believe that message, then you can also use the name of Jesus Christ to cast the devils out. The devils will obey you. They must obey you. We are not to doubt, we have to believe it. But you see, those people that don't believe it and they thought it's just a magic name, they got themselves into that trouble when the devil jump on them and tore their clothes off and beat them up. Then they fled from the place, naked and wounded, the Bible said. Then fear fell upon all the people that heard this thing, and they magnified the name of the Lord Jesus. Verse 18. And many that believed came and confessed and showed their deeds. 19, many of them also which used curious arts brought their books together and bound them up before all men. And they counted the price of them and found it 50,000 pieces of silver. So mightily grew the word of God and that these people that were using magical arts and using voodoo and using all those stuff of shams, catarism and all those things they got those they bought those books from people that are selling them and they tried to practice those contacting devils when they saw the greater power of the lord jesus christ that you don't mess up with the name of jesus and the devils even know the name of jesus that they, they fear and some people that ran to use it they were beaten by those devils they then fear that you don't want to mess around with all these spirits also and they now come and believe in jesus christ and throw all these books away and that's why they brought their books that they bought and burn them up before everybody say we want to follow Jesus Christ. And that's what they are saying, they counted the sum of all these books that these people have bought. So to show you how many, how many there are, 50,000 pieces of silver, that's a lot of people, a lot of books that they have been buying from these people that are selling those magical books. As you do this, you call this name, you call that name. Some signs are now, and many people are buying it. Up to now they are still selling those type of books in all those magic book, bookstores. But when you know the name of Jesus is free, But you have to believe in the name of Jesus Christ and it's all the devils bow to you because we are above all. Christ is the Lord of all. And we have been raised together. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2 that God has raised us up together with Christ and made us to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. I think we are above all those Satanic spirits. We are sitting inside Christ Jesus above all those Satan spirits. So when you believe that and you are in Christ Jesus, you have authority over all those spirits. with have spirits. The genies that they call them in India, those are the demons, they have, a they have a genie, all of those things, they are all under the feet of the sons of God, they are under the feet of the church of the believers. If you are a believer, every spirit of humanity is under your feet. We have to believe it and confess it and stand our ground and the devil has to back off because the Bible says so. God said he has to obey us because we are in Christ Jesus who is above all. Amen. But I'm reading Acts of the Apostles, chapter 19, and I'm in verse 26. So mightily grew the word of God and prevailed. Now, verse 21 is going to tell us about the riot that rose up against Apostle Paul. After these things were ended, that is, after all these mighty signs and wonders, Paul purposed in the spirit when he had passed through Macedonia and Achaia to go to Jerusalem again, saying that after I have been there, I must also see Rome. That is, Apostle Paul now said As he, the great revival is breaking forth if he wanted to take this revival back to Jerusalem. And perhaps go to Rome and show that mighty signs and wonders again. That is really his desire. That if he could get to Jerusalem, maybe he'll be able to convince many more Jews in Jerusalem that didn't believe like he was formerly not believing. Because if they see these signs and wonders, maybe they will believe. And they say, after I'm out of Jerusalem, I want to go to Rome right now, the headquarters of the world. Rome was the headquarters of the world. That was where the Caesar that was ruling the world was. So our Apostle had a vision in his mind that, well, if I can show signs and wonders that is happening like this in Ephesus, Where his clothes is healing the sick, casting out demons, things are happening everywhere in Ephesus. I should take this to Jerusalem, where he came from, and convince many more Jews. And then maybe take it to the headquarters of the world, Rome, and maybe all these rulers. I mean, he has those visions, but see, God is not every. Sometimes we propose in our mind, but God is the one that directs the step and disposes. The man proposes, but God disposes, because God has His own its own strategy and its own plan. Sometimes we want it this way and it will not happen that way. But that was what Apostle Paul decided. He wanted to go wanted to go to Rome. He said, after I've been to Jerusalem, I must also see Rome. And I can read between that line verse 21 that he had a mind that if I can show these signs and wonders in Jerusalem, I will get some more Jews converted. Then I want to take it to Rome and get some more of these rulers to believe. Verse 22, so he sent into Macedonia two of them that ministered unto him, Timothy and Erastus, but he himself stayed in Asia for a season. So he was planning that he will be going to Jerusalem, but he sent these two men to Macedonia. Verse 23. At the same time, and the same time there arose no storm or star about that way. And that is the starting up of the Antichrist of the, of the Pascritus that Holy Ghost has already warned about. But it's beginning to happen right now to apostroph. Certain, uh, for certain man, verse twenty-four, certain man, woman, named Demetrius, a silversmith smith, which made silver shrines for Diana, brought no small gain unto the craftsmen. See this silversmith smith was the first one that rose up and said, "We need to stop this uh, preaching of the god of heaven." And what apostle Paul is preaching is cutting to our business of making shrines and all those idols and those silver wares that people are buying. For the temple. Verse 25. So he called all the craftsmen together. Whom he called together with the workmen of life upon say says, well, we he called the silversmith, the ghostsmith, the brassmith, all those people that are making all those shrines, because those who can't afford gold will buy silver. for the idol. Those who can afford maybe they buy that of made of tin or make, of, or make of brass, make of copper, I say, but it's still the idol. Say, well, that's the much the idol, that's how much they can afford. And this people are making money out of all these uh, crafts they are making for, for, the, for the temple of Diana. shrines of different size, sizes and shapes, depending on which one anybody can afford. And Apostle Paul now is preaching that these things are not God's. So people are throwing those things down and coming to Christ. So that makes these silver smiths that are making money out of it to become mad. I was telling the same thing about when the revival we are waiting for, we finally break up. And people, believers everywhere will be preaching everywhere and teaching everywhere and healing everybody everywhere. They will go to the hospital and pray for the sick and the people are just being healed in the hospitals. And the hospitals are being discharging people when they have not paid enough money from the hospital. The doctors will not like it. Hospital administrators will not like it. They are making money out of those people that are sick, that we have to be on those sick beds and paying big money just to stay for two days. No you know how much people went to the hospital just for three days, how much they are charging them? How much money they are now being healed before they even get there for two days, they are healed. So the doctors we I have been done, the hospitals will find that economically it's not profitable to them, they will be coming against the gospel of healing. That is what you should be expecting when the mighty revival comes. And this is what is happening also in Ephesus. That happened in Ephesus that we are being that was being reported here. That these people found that their their business was not making money because of the gospel that was telling people not to worship idols, which they have been making for them. So they rose up and called these craftsmen together and said, verse 26, verse 25, this man Demetrius was the leader that rose up and called them together and said, "Sas, you know that by this craft, by this our smith's work, we have our wealth. We're talking of money. Moreover, you see and hear that not only at Ephesus, but almost throughout all Asia, This Paul has persuaded and turned away much people. Say that there be no gods which are made with hands. So that not only this our craft is in danger to be set at north. But also that the temple of the great goddess Diana should be despised and our magnificence should be destroyed. All Asia and the world worship it. Now he was trying to make a national confrontation. He said... It's not just because of our business, we will not be making much business. But just think of the temple that everybody goes there to worship this Diana. That temple, they will despise the temple, nobody will go there anymore. And this is the temple that all of them are worshipping and taking Asia, Asia is whole worship, the whole of Asia is worshipping this Diana. So when they heard this, they said, Who are these people that take up all? They are Jews. Oh, the Jews are bringing their own religion. They become national something. My God against your God. My, my nation against your nation, my religion against your religion, verse 28. And when they heard this scene, they were full of wrath and cried out, saying, Great is Diana of the Ephesians. Great is Diana of the Ephesians. they turned into national something, national confrontation, verse 29. And the whole city was filled with confusion. And having caught Gaius and Aristarchus, men of Macedonia, Paul's companions in travel, they rush with one calling into the temple, to the theater, theater is perhaps where they have their government office, government offices or the courts and when Paul will have entered in, in onto the people, the disciples somebody him, but when they had a this going on is against the gospel. So if they see Paul, they may not even take him to call him. they may, they may, they may, they may, more action may, may make them lynch him without even before, the, before anybody can rescue him. So they said, don't go into the Amis, Paul. So when Paul would have entered into the people, in unto the people, the disciples of him not. And certain of the chief of Asia, which were his friends, sent unto him, desiring him that he would not adventure himself into the theater. Like, don't go there. Because this is against you. And they will not be silenced until they get rid of you first. Verse 32. Some therefore cried one thing and some another, for the assembly was confused. And the more part knew not wherefore they were come together. I mean it's now the whole city was was gathered against something they don't know what it's all about, but it's like a riot. Some people say, What's going on? They say, well, it's, it's, uh, Diana is what they are hearing. Great is Diana of the Ethiopians. So what's this all about? So Apostle wanted to go and preach to them about that. You know, you leave them. This is more action. this is more action. But start telling. you, is where it begins to get uh, important. And they drew Alexander out of the multitude, the Jews putting him forward. Now, the Jews were also in this craft. You have to remember the mentors that was carried, that bring them together, this smith, may not be Jew, but he was a, a, like a contractor that always gets. Business for all these silversmiths. He he said, We need to make uh, 50 50 of this. He has got it from the contract from some people. He gave some to this uh, silversmith, gives some to this uh, goldsmith. And so he was making money and making money for them. So he was the one that first wrote someone and said, We need to stop this sport. It's cutting to our business. But some of the Jews also are in silversmiths and goldsmiths and making these idols for them too. I don't believe in their Jehovah. So, some of those Jews are the ones that first rose up and said, well, let's get Alexander who was also a coppersmith. But we better talk to this, talk for us because they thought it's the Jews. Because they have already said this Paul is a Jew, so they will be coming all against all Jews also. So he said they drew Alexander out of the multitude, the Jews putting him forward and speak on our behalf. Please Alexander, we don't believe in this Paul's teaching. So let them, don't let them lump us with Paul. Because he would think all the Jews are the ones that are against us. Because they are now saying, great is Diana of the Ephesians. It's now my nation against your nation. So Alexander beckoned with the hand and would have made his defense unto the people because he was Jew. Alexander was a Jew. And a copper means among these people that are called together. And he knew where this one is leading. It's going to lead into a serious persecution against Jews. So he wanted to tell them, oh, wait a minute, this is not Jews against you guys. It's just this man, Paul. <laughs> And that was why Alexander was against Paul furiously, because of business. And if you go back to where the Apostle Paul was talking, he said, Alexander, the coppersmith, did me more shiver. He must have gone to Jerusalem to speak against Paul, to, make, to get rid of Paul. Because he didn't believe in, in the gospel that Paul was preaching. So this man, Alexander, wanted to speak to the people in Ephesus during this rioting. But when they knew that he was a Jew, started for. All oh, with one voice, about the space of two hours, cried out, Great is the of the Ephesians. I mean, they didn't want him to talk because they knew that like, it was a Jew. I said, Well, the, the Jews are against us. So they are just saying, Some of are all the Muslims when they are saying, wa kubba, Allah, 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 I said, God is good. Say, God is the one that is, they are fighting for. These people are also like that. They were saying, Great is the of the Ephesians. Great is the of the Ephesians. Great is the of the Ephesians. They don't let uh, Alexander talk at all. Verse 35, and then when the town clerk had appeased the people, the town clerk, I mean, this is a government offices, a, a courthouse, so the town clerk appeased them to keep price. Then Alexander was able to talk to him and say, ye men of Ephesus, I'm reading verse 35, and when the town clerk had appeased the people, he, Alexander said, ye men of Ephesus, what man is there that knoweth not out that the city of the Ephesians? He's a worshipper of the great goddess Diana. So he called their goddess great. So that they will know that, yeah, yeah I'm not on you. I'm not against you guys. And of the image which fell down from Jupiter. He told them that, I, we all know about your image that fell down from Jupiter. Seeing then that these things cannot be spoken against. You have to be quiet. And to do nothing rashly. Trying to make them to say that, let's not take this thing to, into the mob action. First, for ye have brought either these men, which are neither robbers of churches, nor yet blasphemers of your goddess. Wherefore, if the metros now is now bringing, say, let's, not, let's bring it back to the smiths, the silver smiths, the gold smith. They are the ones that started this thing, because he was one of the people that were called together, and he turned into the old city against, against somebody, they don't know whom they are against. So he wants to say, let's bring it back to the silver smith and gold Forget about the old crowd they, that are not even smiths. And they just heard about Diana. And Diana of Ethiopians that they thought something is wrong against uh, our goddess. So say, let's bring it back to the craftsmen. So wherefore if the Metros and the craftsmen which are with him have a matter against any man, the law is open, and there are deputies that is attorneys. Let them plead one another. So let's take it to court and do it civilized way. So like bring this thing to court and we are we oppose when we litigate against one another. And then we see what the court will decide, verse 39. But if ye inquire anything concerning other matters, it shall be determined in a lawful assembly. For we are in danger to be called in question for this day's uproar. There being no cause whereby we may give an account of this concourse. So in all these uproar, we hear the, the Romans, we hear about it, they will send soldiers. And they will say, what's happening here? Or uh, a revolt or something? We don't know what to sell them. So let's just go home right now, cause trouble. Say we have no cause whereby we may give an account of this concourse. And when he had thus spoken, he dismissed the assembly. So that's how he made them to all go home. Let's just go home. Let's not make the Romans send soldiers to come and say what's going on. We don't know what to tell them. So let's take this into account. We know that the silver smiths and the goldsmiths smiths have come and they are speaking something about somebody. Well, with that's how we are going to do it. We are going to bring it to court. So that is how he, he presented them to, to quiet down the riot. But then he himself rose up to really stand up against Apostle Paul, wherever Apostle Paul was. So when the Bible said Apostle Paul was arrested in Jerusalem by the Jews from Asia, that was what Apostle Paul meant. The Jews from Asia are these people, these tradesmen from Ephesus, that didn't believe what Apostle Paul was preaching. And they stood against the Apostle. And they are the one that arrested the Apostle Paul in Rome in Jerusalem. And then when he was transferred to Rome, Alexander this copper smith, Alexander that was talking about must be the one that went and spoke against Paul before Caesar. season. And this is the end of chapter nineteen. I'll continue this in chapter twenty. God bless you.